Welcome to Heard on Main Street's Meet the Members series, where you'll be meeting the freshman members of the Republican Main Street Partnership. Today I'll be talking to freshman representative Dusty Johnson, the only member representing South Dakota in the House. Hey Dusty, how are you? Oh, my day is always a little bit better when I get a chance to talk to the Republican Main Street Partnership. Uh, hey, you're very smooth. You're good. <laughs> All right, so Dusty, we are thrilled to have you um, as a South Dakota member and as a freshman. Uh, welcome to Congress. So tell us a little bit about your background before you came to the Hill. Well, for the last four years, I had been a vice president of a business that we did engineering and consulting for rural telecommunications providers. So really the rural broadband space and loved it. Uh, I was a co-owner of the company. We had a couple hundred employees. And, I, you know, it was it was a great time, but I just kept feeling a tug to get back in the public service. And, and I'd been elected statewide in South Dakota a couple of times. And so I, I kind of knew the occupational hazards of being a politician. <laughs> uh, so sticking to this topic before we go to that one, is it true you started your own business at age 16? And what was it? Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, there was a little hobby shop. It sold baseball cards and kites and little figurines and just, you know, uh, role-playing games. And, uh, yeah, it was my buddies uh, spent a lot of money there. The owner was moving town. He was looking to shut down the business. And I uh, thought it would be a good experience. So and was would, it? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, it was a great learning experience. <laughs> but, you know, people who haven't worked in, in business, I think, particularly uh, as the boss, investing their own dollars. I mean, I've been working every single day since I was 14 to save money for school. And I put that all into the business. While I was owning the business, I was working two other jobs to try to generate revenue to keep this business going strong. And, you know, it's a little different when you're 16 or 17. I mean, night sweats don't maybe mean the same thing, but uh, it is. it was a great experience for me in understanding how hard it can be for people who are putting everything they've got on the line to try to build the economy. Okay, so that lesson taught you how to run for Congress. So what prompted you to decide to run? Well, I had a really comfortable life, and all of the arguments I could think of for why not to run ended up kind of being selfish. Um, you know, I made a lot more money in business. Uh, people didn't yell at me as much. Um, you know, you don't have trolls attacking you every day. Uh, I got to play with my kids, you know, five or six nights a week. Uh, life was good. But at some point, you, you want to live a life of consequence. And I think this government um, doesn't run quite like it should. And I think my skill set is a really good fit for helping people. And, and I don't know how long I'm going to be in this town, but I know that I'm going to be good at this job while I'm here. So now that you're in Capitol Hill, what are you going to be your top legislative priorities for the 116th Congress? Well, I care a lot about trade. I mean, I just think South Dakota ag producers and manufacturers, for that matter, they can compete and win on a global scale if they have market access. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, we, we grow the best corn and the best soybeans, you know, inarguably uh, in the world, Americans do. We have uh, the best beef cattle in the world, Americans do. We can feed the world, but we can't do it if we just shut our doors and ignore that the rest of the world is there. And so we spent a lot of time on ag issues. We spent a lot of time on deregulatory issues. We spent a lot of time on trade. And I think those things combined give people an opportunity to compete and win globally. Hey, Kate, you know, I could not agree with you more. 
You're 100% right. So having said all that, you, you worked in uh, two governor's offices. So how did that shape for you to get ready to come to Capitol Hill? Well, the currency is different, you know, in, in the public sector, right? I mean, when I was in business, I mean, it is about finding more efficiencies. It is about doing a better job meeting customers' needs. It's about bringing a better product to market and beating the other guy. In, in government, it's different at least under Governor Rounds and under Governor Dugard, it was different. You know, my job, whether as chief of staff or as a senior policy advisor, was to try to build bridges and, and not just beat the competition, but sometimes, you know, co-opt the competition and sometimes work with them to build a better mousetrap. So it's a totally different currency. And I, frankly, I learned a lot from Mike Rounds and from Dennis Dugard. And, uh, and Mike Rounds is an effective U.S. senator, and he certainly taught me things that are helping me here in, on the House side. Oh, great. They are wonderful. They were wonderful governors, and he's a great senator. Another question. Who's your role model? You know, growing up, it was Alice Kunder. She was uh, really a first in South Dakota political history. I mean, she was elected secretary of state. She mm -hmm. was elected state auditor. She was this force of nature. She ran for governor and lost a very competitive four-way primary. Uh, she was really a personal friend and mentor to me. Uh, but, you know, Dennis Dugard uh, has also, I mean, he was a friend. I mean, I, I left an elected position, a statewide elected job as public utilities commissioner. I would not have done that for anybody else. But when Dennis Dugard asked me to come be chief of staff, I was willing to, you know, cast aside my own political ambitions to help do something uh, bigger and better and I think more meaningful in, in uh, working with him. And he, in four years, every single day, he never disappointed me. He was honest. He was as gracious um, behind the scenes as he was in public. Uh, I worked with him for a thousand days. I beat him into the office twice <laughs> in a thousand days. And I am not a lazy guy. And he, I never saw him speak ill of another person. And I never saw him lie. And I never saw him put his own selfish priorities above the priorities of the state. And uh, we could use uh, even more of that. I, uh, I was just going to say that. I wish we could clone him and clone you and put them in every single seat in this country. <laughs> D.C. would be much better. So I have kind of a fun question to end with here that we're asking all the members. So what is one fun fact about you that people in your district would be surprised to learn? Well, I don't know that it's a fun fact, but we grew up in a in a big working class family. And so there were times where we were just poor. And, you know, when you're young, sometimes you don't really know that you're poor. I mean, you know, you don't have a super nice house. Right. But you're not racked with the kind of, you know, psychological baggage that you have when you're older and poor. But I think a lot of people don't necessarily know that about me. I mean, I've, I've gone on to higher education and you know, I, my wife earns a good living and, and I've worked hard in the private sector and the public sector. But I do have to tell you, I would not have traded those growing up experiences for anything. I mean, I think having a little bit of want in life really inspired me to try to go out. And I, mean, I really care a lot about economic opportunity. I mean, I care about that for working people more than probably anybody or as much as anybody in Congress, because I just know that first job, that second job, that third job I had, each of those taught me a lot. And yeah, maybe 425 wasn't a ton of money, but with as much as I learned from Frank Newcomb at the bowling alley, 
I should have been paying him. <laughs> Which, as much as I learned from Leah Ottenbacher at the pizza place, I should have been paying her. I mean, those are the job opportunities that build lives. And so I don't know if it's a fun fact, but I would tell you, I know through and through in any fiber, in every fiber of my being, that work is not punishment, work is opportunity. I would tell you, this may not be a fun fact, but this is who you are, which is one of the reasons why you're going to be an incredible member of Congress. And we are so thrilled as a country to have you here. Thanks, Sarah. You're the best. Thanks, Dusty. I'll talk to you later. Yep, you bet. Okay, bye-bye.